Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer and get on with the show. We have a lot to talk about today, and we have Mindy Patterson with us, so let's get to it. <laughs> no, Lord, we're not trying to rush. We're just trying to, we're, we're on a time schedule. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, as always, we praise you. And we thank you for the great God that you are, for your love and your grace and your mercy and your nature of forgiveness. Father, we ask for your protection and we thank you that you have protected us thus far. Lord, things are just boiling. They're at a boiling point in the world. And I know you see that. Father, I ask that you'll protect this country as we try to figure out who we are once again as the people start taking back their nation for you. Father, encourage us. Enlighten us. Grant us wisdom. Grant us an enthusiasm for our salvation, which comes only from you, and liberty, which comes from the freedom that you have given us. Use us, Father. Bless today's show. Thank you for the work and enthusiasm of Mindy Patterson and her cavalry group. Help us to press forward in your word. And may we be in your will. And may we not cower in the face of evil. And may we stand against injustice. Bring your justice back to America, Abba Father. And I know that that is a scary thing to ask for. But we need you. We need your justice. For such a time as this, I pray. I pray your blessings on all who hear and all who listen. And on all who are contemplating service. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Father, as I was talking to uh, Mindy last evening... We talked about we the people. We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and to our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution of the United States of America. We the people. We talk about a lot of infringes upon liberty, but we don't seem to solve the problems or even secure the blessings of liberty. The preamble is significant. Its words, its meaning, its strength. Perhaps I sound like a broken record to all of you who listen daily, but words matter, and that's exactly why the left, the Communist Democrat Party, and the globalist rhinos on the so-called right, constantly use certain words and ignore others. 
Seldom do you hear any of those use the phrase, we the people. Seldom do they say republic, because, you know, that is we the people. We talked about forms in the past. We've talked about forms of government before. And while we have some democratic policies, we the people established a republic form of government. Yet our elected officials, those career politicians, constantly call the U.S. not we the people, but a democracy. Democracies are mob-majority rules. The rights of individuals are not respected. It leads to a ruling class of elites, which now are our career politicians. The D.C. occupiers occupying offices and cutting deals. Oh, but lest you think it's only in D.C., you need to look to your own state legislators. To whom do they answer? Just like the D.C. occupiers, they will cater to the rich and the powerful and the unions. Backing up to the preamble. We the people, in order to form a more perfect union, is not referring to labor unions, teachers unions, teamster unions, or any other union. It is referring to the people uniting. That we the people be in control of our government, not the government in control of the people, and paid handsomely by their support of others. This nation is in great turmoil. You should be mad. You should be angry, but not to the point of seclusion. If you place your head in the proverbial sand, not only you lose, but the posterity, our posterity, our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, they lose. Thomas Jefferson warned us, and he gave us a solution as well, but he says the tyranny of the legislature is really the danger most to be feared, and will continue to be so for many years to come. And then he said, when once a republic, that's us, we the people, form of government, when once a republic is corrupted, there is no possibility of remedying any of the growing evils, but by removing the corruption and restoring its lost principles. Every other correction is either useless, or it's a new evil. Benjamin Franklin told us. He told Mrs. Powell, when she asked, what kind of arm of government do you have? He didn't say a democracy. He didn't say a dictatorship. He said a republic. If you can keep it. Liberty is always in the hands of the people. But first it must be a desire and a lust in your hearts. A lust for independence, not dependence. A lust for freedom. You must hold God first and understand liberty comes from Him, not your legislators. There is a certain enthusiasm in liberty that makes human nature rise above itself in acts of bravery and heroism, said Alexander Hamilton. If we the people lack enthusiasm, we will surely lose our republic. For a republic form of government only works if the people are working and paying attention. You don't need a stimulus check. You need a booster shot of enthusiasm for liberty. And with all that said, I'm going to bring one of the women I think has is one of the greatest patriots that I know and that's Mindy Patterson with the Cavalry Group. She does so much. I don't know how she keeps up. Mindy, welcome back. How are you Good doing morning. today? 
Good morning. Thank you for the huge, gigantic compliment coming from you. I don't know if that can ever be topped. Um, well. I'm fine. I'm I'm all those things you stated. I'm weary. I'm tired, but I'll never give up. Um, we are in that point that you talked about right now, where you know we we can't afford to to let let up. We have to get encourage everybody to continue to show up and push back because. Uh, the other side wants us to be weary. And and we are. <laughs> there are things yeah. in our lives you and I have both experienced in the last several months that mm-hmm. you just want to say, you know, I'm done. I, I want to take care of me. I want to enjoy life. I want to be with my family. I want to be with my friends. But what would we be doing for them if we did that? Right. <laughs> you know, if we gave up. Yeah, somebody made a comment to me yesterday about they saw the Trump sign my in my window, and they, I'm so glad you're all about Trump. Well, it's not all about Trump. That's where everybody's missing it. Mm-hmm. Trump exposed the oligarchy. He exposed the deep state. He's awakened the true giant, and that's the American people, we the people. It's It's not about Trump. It's about the republic. It's about right. liberty and independence yeah. and... Uh, he just happens to be a pretty good bullhorn. <laughs> he really is. And and the other thing people need to understand, you know, liberty and freedom isn't isn't all roses. It's not easy. Absolutely. No. But we don't expect it to be easy. We just want we want the the ability to be free. And right now the left has us in a chokehold. Yeah. I hear the music. But <clears throat> we have, yeah, I do too. And we but we got to keep fighting. And yeah. I I did notice, before we go into the break, I noticed that Liz Cheney has been ousted, and her father said she will continue to her rants against Donald Trump. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? All right, we're heading into the break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. Mindy and Bethann will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power of the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power of the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all the is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. 
Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bring an america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I want to tell you exactly what was said there, and then we can move on. Um, Dick Cheney, the former vice president, we know him as a globalist, he's a warmonger, said his daughter will keep a defiant attitude toward Trump, and she did not feel betrayed by her party. Well, that's because she was the one betraying we the people. Mm-hmm. He also said, here, I've got to find it, um, he also, she said, I will do everything I can to ensure that the former president never again gets anywhere near the Oval Office. So what does that say about the 70 to 80 million people that voted for Donald Trump? Yes. Republicans. It's about her. <laughs> Absolutely. It's about their their agenda. It's yep. about their careers. It's about them getting rich and the American people getting nothing. Yeah. That's and keeping the war machine going and funded. Absolutely. That's, yeah. That's, it's really try, I, That's what I meant to say instead of warmonger. I meant to say war machine. But absolutely, that's how they make their money. We know Dickie did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We know that's what he did when we were in <laughs> Afghanistan, when we were over there all that time. Yeah. Uh, yep, it's pretty pretty obvious. And it's going on at the state level, too. This, yes, this kind of absolutely. overreach. So you've had... You've had some victories, and and then we've we've seen some not so good victories, <laughs> not victories in in Missouri here. So I, I'm going to just kind of turn it over to you, and you can start wherever you want. 
with your yes. excited victories or the not so good here? <laughs> well, Sorry. let's start off with the good news. And okay. we do have a press release going out uh, tomorrow about the good news to to the world and to our members. We're very excited to announce that the Working Animal Protection Act has passed and been signed by the governor in Oklahoma and in Arkansas. So in Oklahoma, it was uh, HB 1620, and in Arkansas, it was uh, HB 1883, which is now Act 1091. And the, you know, if it's a good piece of legislation, it should pass on the merits of the bill, and it should not become a political football, which is what it became in Missouri. Um, I've worked along with others. All of our members have been showing up <clears throat> for lobby day to testify. We have members across the state of Missouri that have given selflessly to get the Working Animal Protection Act passed in Missouri for the last five sessions. And we have jumped through every hurdle. We've done everything we can. And it's always been met with a giant stop sign in the Senate, in Senator uh, Dave Schatz's office. He just refused to put it on the calendar, refused. And it just has really not only ruffled my feathers, but has thrown up a lot of questions. And it's just, it's made no sense. It's a four-paragraph bill that basically says that legal businesses utilizing working animals in Transportation, exhibition, education, and entertainment should not, cannot be banned outright at the local level, municipal level, city councils, county commissioners, etc. That's all it says. Just don't ban these legal businesses, which quite frankly should be the case without a piece of legislation. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Just saying. Yeah. But we felt that we had to to do something because the Humane Society of the United States and PETA have been on the war path for the last five or six years, passing uh, bans at the local level, right and left, lightning speed. We could barely keep up. So, um, you know, six years ago I got together with Representative Brian Spencer in the Missouri House of Representatives to put something together, and we we wrote together the Working Animal Protection Act, and it just was not – I just never quite understood. I thought, wow, do they just not understand it? You know, do they not understand the bill? Do they not really want to protect animal-based businesses? What exactly is going on here? It seemed to be such an effort. But you know what, Beth Ann? I have really respected the process. Just because something doesn't pass or isn't easily passed doesn't mean I'm I'm mad at the system or I'm upset that things aren't getting I'm not getting my way, which is how I've been treated. That's not it at all. I respect the process, the legislative process, a hundred percent. But this became a personal uh, vendetta by one or two people to block this, and I don't know. If there were, um, if there was money changing hands within these offices, or if there were favors being passed along, <clears throat> I will never know. I may never know. I don't even want to know. But it was too big of a hurdle for them to get this done in Missouri. Meanwhile, this year in Oklahoma, it passed handily. It passed the the, the state senate in Oklahoma unanimously. 
And mm -hmm. it, and I was told by <clears throat> my state representative, Gary Mize, Representative Mize, who was the sponsor of the bill, who took this on, he told me six months ago, look, this is a really great bill. We can get this done on the merits of the bill. Everyone in, in the Oklahoma legislature, this is a bipartisan thing. This should be something that we support. And you know what? They added language to our bill that made total sense in Oklahoma, and they made it an, an agritourism protection bill. So they added the definition of working animals under the heading of agritourism, which I thought was brilliant. And that mm. completely goes to Representative Mize and Senator Montgomery, who carried the ball in Oklahoma. They did a brilliant job. I'm just so unbelievably grateful. And same to Representative Christensen in Arkansas. They, they did a great job. But it got done, um, I won't say handily, but, you know, they went through the process but it passed on the merits of the bill. And why was that so hard in Missouri? Why was that so hard to just at least have it be heard in the Senate? Senator Dave Schatz, pro tem in the Senate, would not even put us on the calendar to let us go through the process. We're supposed That's to be... It reminds me yeah. of Nancy Pelosi at the federal level and her consensus calendar. You know, she she's rigged everything at the federal level by having what she calls her consensus calendar. And if something is um, on the uh, calendar, on the House calendar for 25 consecutive congressional days, it bypasses a hearing. That's sneaky, and that's not how things are supposed to work. We're supposed to be heard in the committee. We're supposed to be having arguments on the floor. Dave Schatz in Missouri did not even give us that opportunity didn't even give us the opportunity for five years. He didn't put us on the calendar so our bill could be argued about. Look, if it didn't pass, fine, but at least put it in play, and let's see what, what the legislators have to say about this legislation. And if it didn't go forward, it didn't go forward, and we had tried our best. But to be blocked by a secret agenda and a personal vendetta, whatever that may be, and as a cherry on top to this, when I lived in Missouri, Dave Schatz was my state senator, and he never had the courtesy to call me up and say, listen, I'm sorry I didn't get you on the calendar. Things are tight. You know, we, we just have had a brutal schedule, and we had, you know, more important bills. If he had said that to me, I would have said great. But he is not a statesman, and he is not, in my opinion, somebody who is worthy of his, his seat as Senate pro tem and he has ignored the people. And it's not just my legislation. The word under the dome is if you have a bill that's worthy of being heard in the Senate, forget it, because the Senate is where bills go to die. And the Second Amendment Protection Act, uh, or I should say Preservation Act, that has um, been heard, actually it passed the House back in February, and Dave Schatz has been preventing it from being heard in the Senate. Same game. Why? Why? Who is he listening to? Whose bidding is he doing in the state legislature? This is something that Missouri citizens need to know and need to question. And I urge all of your listeners to, you know, to call Dave Schatz and, and ask him, what's going on? He, I mean, why wouldn't you want to protect a bill that protects Missouri citizens from a federal gun grab? HB 85, I believe it is, the Second Amendment 
Preservation Act. It's a practical bill. It's it's an important piece of legislation. And Aaron Dorr, uh, who is head of the Missouri Firearms Coalition, has done yeoman's work. And I he, he and I don't even have never spoken, but I'm a huge supporter of his and all of his hard work that he's done to get this bill done. And Dave Schatz has been stonewalling this legislation. Very weird. Very very bad. I, it's you know, you told me that he's from the Sullivan area. Now Sullivan area is uh, yeah, they're not too far from St. Louis, but but that's it's a rural area. I mean, you don't get much more rural than than Sullivan, Missouri. Uh, it's down there in the lead mine areas. Uh, I had an uncle that lived there and cousins and such that they he worked in the lead mines. He was an electrician in the lead mines, and uh, you know it's it's a very rural area. Um, you know, Missouri is an agriculture state. Yes. It doesn't yes. make any sense that, that this would take place. And I want Missourians who are listening to pay attention because we're going to give you some phone numbers. And I'm going to ask you to make some phone calls because liberty is always in the hands of the people. Dave Schatz thinks he's getting away with something. Let's show him that he's not. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Amber with Mindy Patterson of the Cavalry Group, and we will be right back. We have returned to listening to TSC Talk Radio. We have a couple of callers. I'm going to ask them to keep their comments and questions really brief and quick so we can get on because we're this is the fastest hour of the day. So we're going to go from to Tim in Iowa. Tim, how are you today? Hi, girls. How's it going today? I'm doing good. Hey, hey I, if you recall, I called in. I had a trouble with a barking dog with a local nuisance and that, and our our little town finally rewrote our nuisance abatement laws to accommodate and promote responsible animal ownership. And it took a very long time to get them to realize I wasn't a PETA member. (laughs) (laughs) You just wanted to sleep. (laughs) I actually know this lady that's into promoting responsible ownership of our property and, and, and animals. Uh, your ad says it right there. You, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't protect people who are mishandling animals or their property unlawfully, right? Correct. Yep, law-abiding that's animal right. owners and animal enterprise, and that's the key right there because the law mm-hmm. is your first line of defense. But I really, I commend you for getting your ordinance changed. That's what more people need to do. Uh, absolutely. Well, yeah, well, there's a problem of, uh, of uh, a guy who doesn't hunt keeping a hunting dog in his house, and uh, it's a very loud barker, and he, he would leave it, he would leave it sit out in the yard, and it's very, you know, it, it, it made it made it uncomfortable to live around here. But that was yeah. the biggest problem I had was they they thought I was trying to take the animal away, and number two, our ordinances in a small rural Iowa town haven't been rewrote for years. And they were rewrote the the original ones were written in mind that 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 uh any kind of uh legislation has to be towards uh making sure the farm on the edge of town doesn't get shut down right and that that's mm-hmm. not that's not what the issue is today the issue you, you know the big thing I don't know what's up with the St Louis legislator 
we, we know that the animal rights activists have more money to work with than our side does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, know. I don't know what's up with him. But most my, my finding out locally here was getting them to understand that, no, I am, I am very much uh, uh, for uh, – uh, responsible animal ownership, and this fellow wasn't handling his dog responsibly, mm-hmm. and in the manner that uh, the dog should be a reflection of the owner, and this is a poor owner, mm-hmm. and that, that's what it <laughs> well, comes down to. But well, congratulations, uh, that, Jim. Yeah, well, well, uh, Momandi helped a lot with this too, and how I was approaching this. Also, the thing is, I, I think in handling this, uh, the, is this legislator you're talking about? Is he from St. Louis? No, that's the surprising thing. As Beth Ann was saying earlier, he's from a rural area that should be in tune with agriculture and understand our plight against the animal rights groups. I mean, this our piece of legislation specifically uh, is directed toward the animal rights groups that are targeting animal-related businesses at the local municipal right. level by legislatively banning them, and it just prevents is, an outright ban. Is there a college, there a college in his district? Uh, uh, I think there's a small community college nearby. That's a good point, though. That always changes the yeah. – you know, but the reality is, again, on the merits of the bill, these lawmakers in Arkansas and Oklahoma – you know, looked at me like, look, this is not going to be a problem. This is a great piece of legislation, and lawmakers love it when they're when the bill is short. It's one page. It's four paragraphs. It's short. No, it should never be. <laughs> and to the point. And it, it passed on the merits of the bill, I was told, multiple times by lawmakers in, in both Arkansas and Oklahoma, and that's the key. And there was some weird funk going on. You know, the animal rights groups have a stronghold in St. Louis and Kansas City. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, yeah, uh, St. Louis and Kansas City have a stronghold on lawmakers and there's money being mm-hmm. exchanged. I, I mean, how can I how can I not assume that that's the case? There's there was something very rapid they're like that here in Iowa. I would also I would assume see I I've seen stuff like this happen before. You, you're dealing with a rural legislator, and you think you should be on your side in all this common sense issues. And what I've usually found out is uh, the, the, the local community college got them in there for some kind of grant or something like that, and and you're actually dealing with uh, a closet uh, St. Louis uh, big politician. Yep. Okay. Well, the other thing what I think I've is found. Democrats are running as Republicans. And that's oh, yeah. what's happening across the country. So anyway, thank you so much for and, and Republican <laughs> there's Republicans that are, <laughs> that are in the Democrat bed and that's like Liz Cheney and some of those up there in D C that are still pushing and I wouldn't I don't know where this guy stands on that. But anyway, I'm gonna let you go, Tim. I need to get to Laura before yeah, she yeah, hangs yeah. up on Bye-bye. me. All right. Thank you. Laura from Missouri. Laura, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Beth Ann. Um but what everybody is not um, understanding is that these state and and local governments are all franchisees of the federal corporate government. Yeah. It's not, and and it's not our government anymore. It's their government. It's the corporation's government. And they do not follow the Constitution, our organic Constitution, like they should. So when they're trying to pass these, you know, 
other, you know, like the uh, Second Amendment Preservation Act and everything, they that's only um, pushback, you know, for them. They don't they don't have to follow those things. So when we get these other teeth thinking and bills, it it reinforces what they should be doing initially with our organic Second Amendment. But mm-hmm. people, people, more people need to be, be aware that when you get your status corrected out of that of a U.S., um, a federal um, citizen, which is technically, if you look in the law books in Black Law Dictionary, a U.S. citizen, and even under U.S. code, is an employee of the federal corporation. And you don't want to be that. Our, our founding fathers weren't that. Um, we were all born in the uh, states that we were born in. That's where our citizenship is, is within the state. And if everybody would get their status corrected back to that of state citizens, we would turn that around because the government would not have all our our federal funds. We'd get our republic back and the people would not be on the hook for all those federal taxes, but we have contracted unknowingly with that corporation and lost our our unalienable rights, our God-given rights for Fourteenth yeah. Amendment U.S. citizen rights, which is very limited, and really it doesn't have any. But and when and when will this and when will this corporation be dissolved? When the people start waking up and when more people start getting their citizen their state citizen status back, because you give notification, it's not you don't just do it by saying it. You send it administratively paperwork to the federal government saying, "I am I revoke my election to be, to participate in that U.S." Government, I am. John Kerry set it up in 2006 through the passport, how to start it. Because if you're a U.S. citizen, technically, you were born in D.C. or one of their territories, like the um, Marianas, Puerto Rico, um, all those places. Those are territories of the U.S. Everybody else is foreign to that district. We are, uh, we're Missourians, I'm from Missouri, and I, we are technically enemies of the state, we're, which, is, which is the U.S. government. The U.S. government is a foreign entity to us. That's why our sec- Secretary of State handle all foreign citizens. That's what we are. We're foreign to that corporation. And everybody right, can do right. it. You can do it administratively. And it doesn't take a whole lot of time, but it lets them know we are no longer playing their game. We're not, we're not in there, and we're not liable for federal tax. We're not liable for any of their, their, any of their taxes like that. I got, I got to let you go. Uh, we're headed out of the break. Right, into the break. You be aware <laughs> Thanks, and you can Laura. Look it up. All right. I, I got to go. I got to go. Thank you, Laura. We appreciate your call. We're heading into a break, and Minnie and Beth Ann will be right back.
How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to Beth at CSCTalkRadio.com. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. That's 800-418-5778. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your 
or buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special and enter promo code BETHAN or call at 1-800-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com and the promo code is BETHAN. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with Mindy Patterson of the Cavalry Group. She works very hard at protecting the animal industries across this great land, and not just in Missouri, everywhere, everywhere. She talked about her success in Arkansas and Oklahoma and then buttonheads against the people in Missouri. We've known for a long time, even our state legislatures are corrupt at times. They're arrogant and uh, we do have a phone number for those who are listening. I have a phone number for Schatz, and it is 573-751-3678. That's 751-3678, and the prefix is 5, I'm sorry, the area code is 573. Mindy, I'm going to kind of turn it over to you, and then before we close, I do want to give uh, the governor's uh, phone number out as well. Great. Um, the governor, you mean to um, Missouri. Uh, <laughs> governor of Missouri? <laughs> yes. Sorry, Before he signs this bill there. they just passed to to uh, increase the taxes on the American people at the gas pump, on the Missourians, yeah. I mean, at the gas pump. Because that if we figured it out, it, it'll almost double in about four years. It, was near, yeah. it will nearly double. Um, they put some kind of a little thing on there, and you in the paper that I had, they discussed it, and they thought it should be put before the vote of the people, but they decided not to let the people have any say in it. And so they're right. going to give you a rebate. If you apply for a rebate, you can get the money back, and blah, 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 and that's all a bunch of bunk, and the uh, governor needs to see it for what it is. Prices at the pump are going to skyrocket, and so will that tax. Yep, and they've already skyrocketed, and... I can't believe, given the only just begun. <laughs> prices going up, that they're even, I mean, Dave Sharing is, is promoting a tax. And my whole thing is, you know, let's be, you know, responsible with, with the finances in Missouri. How about reworking the budget and finding the money someplace else instead of increasing taxes? You know, we're, that is just not Absolutely. fiscally responsible. And, you know, I was glad to see... Some of my friends who are representatives that voted against the gas tax, but that was the bargaining chip that Dave Schatz has held against the Second Amendment Preservation Act in order for it to get through, which is pretty disgusting. He he was oh, basically holding it hostage for the House to vote on his gas tax in order for him to put the Second Amendment Protection Act, or HB 85, on the calendar in the Senate. Wow. And again, I have complete respect for the process, the checks and balances in place. I understand it's not supposed to be easy to pass legislation. It's not. It's not supposed to be easy. But at the same time, you know, it's not supposed to be a personal agenda when you're in office. And, you know, it's. Or bought and paid for. It's the people's house. (laughs) They work for us, and I think too many people have long forgotten that. It's just really, it's exhausting. It makes it, it makes it all that much more difficult when you come up against a wall and you don't even know why it's there, you know. 
and that that's what we continue to to face in the Missouri legislature. So when we <clears throat> were able to get things through quite handily in Oklahoma and Arkansas, I was just in disbelief. So, and again, I was told by lawmakers, well, it's a good piece of legislation, and it makes sense, and it's solving a legitimate problem. So that's what you want to hear. But anyway. Well, I'm just, you know, <clears throat> the, the Missouri roads and bridges, they do need help, but we don't need to punish the people. Here the people are. We've been through this mess, this pandemic. Some of them are still suffering. Many jobs will not be, they're not going to get their jobs back. Right. And and it's just not going to happen. And Biden isn't going to help. We have 17 states that are in an emergency situation now because of the hacking on the oil, on the on the pipeline, mm-hmm. and it's going to get worse. And I would advise the American people, and particularly here in Missouri and anywhere else that you're not in, or even in those states, if you're listening, you need to stock up. Now, don't go out and hoard, but you know when you go out and buy something, buy an extra can of beans or buy an extra bag of this or that. And make sure you have some food because it's not going to get to you if this continues. And Biden made it clear they're on their own. He's not going to do anything. Yeah, he's not even talking about it. No. (laughs) And, uh, we, like I said, this SB 262 is this, uh, tax on the, uh, I guess it's supposed to be for our gun, but it's, it's a tax on the, uh, pump. And as the pump prices go up, that tax is going to go up because yeah. that's how it works. Yeah. And uh, and they decided that it wasn't worth putting it before the people. And you know why they decided that? Because they knew we would vote it down. Right. We kind of tend to vote against some of the things on the roads because many, many years ago they promised us something and it never happened. Well, and, the Amer- and the Missourians said, you ain't getting it again. Because they they reduce the money. They they raise the money. Exactly, and that's what they'll do here. That's what they'll do here. And it'll the roads will be ignored, and they'll use it for somebody's airplane or something else that they've decided is more important. And I'd like to say to your listeners too: be very careful who you support in the associations. You know, Mm. Missouri Farm Bureau, which I realize does some good out there, but they also supported. this gas tax, and I think that a lot of people give credence to Farm Bureau uh, as an association. We have to be really careful, and if, if you are opposed to this gas tax, make a phone call to Farm Bureau President in Missouri, Garrett Hawkins, because, you know, they're, they supported this. We have to be careful. They all work together. There's a lot of cronyism amongst the associations that happen under the dome. And, and, uh, and they put out, I got an email from them this morning, and they put out their patting him on the back, and they're looking yeah. forward to uh, Governor Parsons signing this bill, and I'm looking forward to you calling, everyone who's listening in Missouri, to call the governor and say, please do not do this to the Missourians. Yeah. And that is SB262. The Governor Parsons' phone number is 573-751-3222. That's 573-751-3222. Tell him, do not sign this. Make them put it before the people and uh, make them stop punishing the people. And you can call this uh, Schatz, and that is 751-3678, and Farm Bureau. And Farm Bureau was singing his praises. 
Yeah. So, Thank you, you for know, doing that. Work together. I made Rudy do most of the work, but well, you know what? It's it's really important because don't you love how when <clears throat> you know the left or the right or the middle, whoever, when they want to pass something and they want to justify their existence and they want to justify the importance of it, something like a tax, they try to wrap it up in a pretty bow and. You've just you've just taken off the packaging for them and have told the truth about what it's really going to do to the Missouri citizens and their pocketbook. And, you know, that's how citizens vote. How is it going to impact me and my my family's financial uh bank account? And we need to it's dishonest what they're doing. They're making it sound like they're going to, you know, save something and it's really important that we get this done and you know yes it's a raise raising of the taxes but it's justified uh, you know i want to add i don't know who all is but this the senator schatz is thinking about running for senator in place of uh roy blunt well wouldn't he be perfect because he's already acting like roy blunt so america so missourians you need to be aware of what is going on and uh we can't have any more people like this. We just no. cannot. We caught a quit electing them. Mindy, we're out of time as fast as hour of the day. So I know we had more to talk Thank about. We'll bring you me. back. We'll bring you back. Okay. Thank you. God bless Thank you. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Let's bring America home, my friends. Now, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Sir Galahad, what seems to be the problem? Well, it's just not working. She's been very unrealistic. Really? Ever since he rescued me from the dragon, we've been drifting apart. That's not true. We were supposed to live happily ever after. Well, this isn't a fairy tale. <laughs> At first, he was gallant and chivalrous, opening doors for me, holding my chair, taking my arm. All right, I'm not as young as I used to be. He simply isn't the man who swept me off my feet. Well, you're not as young as you used to be. <laughs> Mr. Sir Galahad, maybe if you started by just holding Mrs. Sir Galahad's hand when you're together. Really? Yes, try it. Okay. All right, go on. Take your hand. Careful, little one. Marriage. You're never too far apart when you're still holding hands. From your neighbors, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, look into each other's eyes. That's right. Raise your visor. Oh, the blue dear. Yeah. For more tips on strengthening your marriage, visit family.mormon.org. Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character, where educating both hearts and minds brings about academic excellence. There is a school in American Fork where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores Average near the 90th percentile. Based on LDS principles and a love of country, now in our 39th year, American Heritage School is accepting fall enrollment for kindergarten through high school. What would you do for your child? Give them an education that will prepare them for life. Located east of the temple in American Fork, American Heritage School is a remarkable and affordable alternative. Visit us, find us online, or in the yellow pages. American Heritage School in American Fork.